It's 98.9 WCLZ. We're in Studio Z today with Raylan Baxter, and the new album Wide Awake is out now. He's at Port City Music Hall tonight. Raylan, thanks for taking time and being here with us. Wouldn't miss it. What I wanted to start with, when we had you in three years ago, I don't think I knew that you had gotten into music as late as you did. It wasn't until you were like 21, right, before you had started to get going? Uh, let's see. I mean, 21 is when I, I, pretty, I started playing guitar at 21. And um, I had done it a little bit in the past. Like, I could play Old MacDonald Had a Farm, and, and then I could play Hey Joe by Jimi Hendrix when I was in, in the middle school. That's what my dad taught me when I was a kid. Um, but other than that, you know, the guitar collected dust under my bed. I eventually lost my first guitar. Uh, so that's how, you know, it was not in my life. So you're in Breckenridge, Colorado, starting to do, like, open mics, basically? Mm -hmm. So, like, wh what was the plan then? Well, the plan was to, like, I was a snowboard instructor after college. And, uh, and I, was, I was thinking I would be a mountain man, you know, maybe work, uh, move up in the company at the at Vail Resorts, which it was called. They run all those mountains there. But I, I, when I moved, I mean, I had moved to Creed, Colorado, which was the summer of 07. And after the summer, in order to not become, you know, trapped in alcoholism in this small mountain town. They call, they call it a, a drinking town with a mountain problem. <laughs> so I went to Breckenridge and got a gig as a level one, you know, basic snowboard instructor for kids. And I did not like that at all because I couldn't snowboard. I just, I was a babysitter and I have got paid like three bucks an hour, some ridiculous amount of nothing. So, uh, and I had other, I was tuning skis and I was making tacos, but Wednesday night, open mic nights at the Gold Pan Saloon. That was my, that was my bread and butter. And so I just started singing. Had, have you been back to Gold Pan Saloon since? The first tour I did, I did, uh, like the first tour that I booked when I'd moved back to Nashville, I booked a coffee shop and like small venue tour in Colorado and I drove back out and I did play at the gold pan, but that was shortly after I moved back from there. So no, I haven't. I haven't. That screams like a live EP or something like back yeah, to the I'm only doing sublime and, um, and, and, uh, and talking heads covers, which is how it went down early in the morning. That's how it started every night. We are with Raylan Baxter, not sublime in studio Z today. And, you got, I guess, a professional start in music being a guitar tech. Was mm -hmm. that really what it was? Yeah, my dad was in a band, and he saw that I wasn't happy in Breckenridge. So he's like, Ray, I got these rehearsals that start. We need a guitar tech. I got you the gig. And, you know, like six months prior, he had just taught me how to change strings on a guitar. So I was, uh, I faked it till I made it, you know? And we, we went on a, like a three week tour in Europe and that was nice what did you learn from that experience that I did not want to be on the crew of a band <laughs> and I wanted to um, have my own limelight and so do you have your own guitar tech now no oh but you've learned a lot since then yeah yeah I can uh, change my own strings <laughs> gladly it's a nice therapeutic process and was it on that European tour that you ended up staying in Israel? It was the end of that tour. 
And so tell us about that experience in particular, because it seemed like something huge, changed when you were back. Huge, yeah. I, my dad's best friend, he is Brazilian-born, but when he was in his early 20s, he moved to Israel and joined the army and became a, a medic in the army and moved up to be like one of the top 20 members of the Israeli army in his time. <clears throat> and he's an amazing human. He's an angel. He's a genius. He's a doctor. He saves lives by the hundreds every year. And he's just, you know, his last name is Weisman. He's a wise man. Like, it's his name. So he's a, he's a community leader. When he talks, people listen. He He's a songwriter, a hobby songwriter, and a hobby musician, and a great father. And so I just spent, I was supposed to be out there for two weeks, and I ended up staying for six months. And just kind of learning and being around him and and writing. He had a little studio and some guitars and documentaries and albums and books that I, I just kind of got into it. And that was my focus. That was my mission was to write a bunch when I was there and kind of just get that obsession started, you know. So before going there, did you think that music would actually be a career? Um. I think I did. I think that I didn't know what that meant, and I thought that it would happen a lot faster for me than it than it than it really has. But that was all like you know, um, immature ways of thinking and impatience that I learned over the last decade of actually how to really build something from the ground up. We're with Raylan Baxter. Wide Awake is the new album. There's two more things that I just want to ask you yes. about. The places that you have written for these last couple of albums, was there, a to- there was a toy room at a friend's house and then an abandoned rubber factory. Do oh. I have those two locations correct? Yes, you do. Are those back-to-back locations? No, no. There's like the, when I moved back to Nashville after Israel, I moved in with my dad's ex-girlfriend from the 90s, Greta and her husband and their two sons. She's always been uh, like a second mother to me. I'm a radical, radical lady, a professional snowboarder, um, fly fisher, uh, you know, pot advocate. You know, she's just always been a rad lady. And so she let me live in her house. And for the first two years, I lived in the toy room where their two sons, three and five is when I moved in, three and five, that was my place. That was my room. But it was for free, so I didn't have to get a job at a coffee shop or do construction and do all these things that would take away my, these hours in the day when I could just sit around and write. And that's one. And then the okay, second. but like you say, that wouldn't take you away from writing. Like when the three and five year old come in to like pick up the Legos, there's got to be a break there, right? There's a break, but I was at, yeah. I just like it all turned into one long day. You know, if they were at school, then I could write, and I had a window that faced out. And it was really nice that they showed up after school. It was like, all right, put it down, pick them up, flip them around, throw them on the couch, go play basketball with them. You're back to babysitting again. Back to babysitting, man. That's like, I can't get away from it. No babysitting at the rubber band factory, though. And so that's where Wide Awake was. That's where I wrote the songs for Wide Awake. Most of them. Some I wrote in my, you know. Most of them came came from there. Really amazing place. Can you do the impression of the guy that owns the rubber band factory studio? I've you've done this. Is it Billy? Was that the name of the guy? 
Yes. Billy, Billy Swayze is no longer with us, though. Yeah, man. This is a major, huge inspirational dude to me and all my friends. And so I will, uh, yeah, he, he, got, he, he went out in a bang. And so the studio's still there? Studio's still there. His parents are taking over and like, they're going to finish it. He was in the middle of renovations. Um, yeah, he, you know, long story short, he burns hot. So he, uh, he burned his way on out to the heavens a couple weeks ago. Um, but we have, you know, we all, he, he was just a big friend of all the KG Elephant guys and came up with them, you know, inspired all of them. And when I'm living in the studio writing, he was there almost every day poking his head in, making sure that I was like writing cool stuff and acknowledging when he heard something that was cool. But uh, yeah, yeah, you talk like this, man. He's like, yo, Ray, I like that, man. That's cool. You come on down, man. Yeah, hell yeah. Hell yeah, oh, that should kick. Hey, I kick, man. Keep it in the box, though. Keep it in the box. <laughs> um, just a passionate dude that changed everybody that he met, changed their lives. And uh, we rocking out for him. It seemed like the perfect opportunity in place. Yeah. He was like, come on up. You can live here for free for as long as you want. And so I did. And that's how we just like we became really good buddies over those three months, and because he believed in what I was doing, I believed in his dream with the studio. And um, you know, every time we we come up there, I've I've worked on two different albums with friends since 2017 up there, and he was always there, like uh, always overseeing, making sure that it was it fit music genre aside make sure that it sat in this amazing inspirational cross section of you know of goodness of pure goodness that's him we're with Raylan Baxter in Studio Z the new album Wide Awake is out now encourage everybody to check it out if they haven't listened before if you need a free place to stay and record next time around it seems like that is an overarching theme we'll get you set up in Portland 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 or a kid's toy room or a <laughs> coffee shop after hours. Just got to get creative, you know. When you're, br when you're broke, you, ha you can't just go rent a cabin in Aspen. Yet. Yet. Somewhere <laughs> no, I, down I would, I would never do that, actually. I, I, would, I have trouble spending money and, and writing. If, like, you know, if I had to spend a bunch of money a day, it's too much pressure. That's an important thing. Can you do a couple more before you head out? Oh, yeah. Thank you. Raylan Baxter in Studio Z, everyone. Spe yeah, speaking of money. That's not comfortable. Too many.